You're listening to Matrimony. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Chris. This is the show about our marriage. And our money. Hi. On this episode, we're looking back at 2015 and ahead at 2016, plus sharing the thing we can't stop buying lately and answering a listener question about disagreeing over finances. And of course, sharing the one big thing on each of our minds lately. Mm-hmm. And all done in gravelly voices and hints of coughs. Oh, I know. We're going to try not to cough. We're still, we're like still battling sickness actually for a while. I lost, I completely lost my voice for two days, Mm -hmm. which made, it was during the weekend when I was solo parenting, when you were in Hawaii, that made parenting very difficult. Cavorting in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But so anyway, so the last time we recorded, we were like in the middle of this busy, stressful month of December and you were about to go out of town and I was going to be parenting on my own for a long weekend but we made it. We made it. It always happens this way. Every semester or like end of year, yeah, it's like the law of the universe. It has to, all this stuff has to, all this crap just piles up the and then it's month. a massive stressful thing and you I have know. to plow through and then, then you get to the other end. The last month and of each semester is so busy. Yeah. And we're there. We're we are there. We're on the other end of the mound of crap. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so when we're recording this, it is the, like the weekend... Before Christmas, mm-hmm. my birthday is coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't Big forget, coming Chris. For you. I know, I know that you haven't forgotten. Chris has been, I mean, like not taunting me, but just like you have this big box to give me mm-hmm. and I just can't imagine what it is. So I can't wait to open it and find out. And you also said it's something like for our lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? Every item I purchased for Christmas and your birthday uh, for the kids and you are all lifestyle related. Interesting. So yes, yeah, so I have no idea. We'll, we will report back. Mm-hmm. So we <laughs> wanted to talk a little bit about <laughs> if you ever feel like helping make a transition and move us along, Chris, you just go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> um, but we we love to sit down and make goals. I mean, I think all of you know that we love to make financial goals, which mm. I think is what we talked about the most on this show so far. But before we get into money talk, we actually wanted to talk a little bit about some goals that we have for just us personally for the new year, because it has been kind of a habit of ours for the past several years to sit down and make, you know, kind of personal and couple goals mm-hmm. for the year. So yeah. I want us each to kind of talk about our big goal for the year. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, we have sort of annual themes. It's almost less a goal and more a theme yeah, of, maybe of how so. we're going to mm-hmm. approach the year. And so I was thinking about this. I've been thinking about mine a lot, like before Hawaii and then and then in Hawaii when I was, when I had like, I was up very early because I couldn't <laughs> get used to the, the transition in time. And one morning I had gotten up at 3 a.m. Hmm. I did every morning actually, but this particular morning I walked out to the beach because we're on this hotel. I was going to these workshops all day long. Um, before those started, I went out. Obviously, no one was on the beach at 3 a.m. And I laid in a hammock and I was looking up at the stars with the waves crashing just, you know, feet away from me. And it was amazing. And I just started thinking about 
all these good things, you know, my life with you and, and our kids and all the stuff that I was missing at the time. Cause yeah. I was, you know, hundreds of miles away. Um, and then I was sort of juxtaposing it to the many terrible things that have been happening, yeah. you know, near and far the past few months. And that stuff can really get me down pretty mm-hmm. significantly. Yeah. And so, um, I, and actually it was, this is partly your idea. You kind of gave me the idea for it, but I decided to be proactive about buttressing myself, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and, uh, buffering all of that bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and creating the year of optimism. And so uh, I love it. Yeah. So my idea is to um, <clears throat> do a lot of things that are uncommonly kind and mm-hmm. to do a lot of things that get me, you know, make, make me help me feel more like myself, like the yeah. things that I'd love to do, like make music and write yeah. um, and all these sorts of things. And so I'm going to be more deliberate about doing all those things and on a regular basis so that uh, I can by default be more positive and not mm-hmm. let the world's ills make me a negative person. Yeah. So it's just a proactive psychological mm-hmm. management plan more than anything else. But it's actually awesome. I blogged about it at, at middlepathlife.com. It's one of the more recent ones. If you want to read about specifically what I'm going to do, cause mm-hmm. there's lots of strategies in there. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm really proud of you for being so proactive about that. Thank you. I am, I am very proactive about disengaging from the news actually. And, um, yeah, there's just a lot of really, really heavy, difficult stuff. And I have found that the more I consume of it, I just carry it with me and I'm not able to kind of just get past it and like focus kind of on my daily life and the good things there. So I've been really disengaging from the news more and more lately. And But I it's think not as if you're just, totally it, unaware, right? Right. And it's not that I don't care. Right. I, I try to, you know, I continue to do things. I hope to try to make the world a better place and to put more good into the world. I think that that's what we all should be um, trying to do. But yeah, I just can't like hear about every detail and hear about it ad nauseum over and over and over again. I, I like to be aware, but then I like to, you know, try to put my energy into putting good into the world and into the good of our family, Mm -hmm. um, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your, what's your yearly goal or theme? My yearly theme, um, has a, what lofty, I know has a much less lofty feel to it. It's the year of me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm calling it the year of Kelsey. Um, this is something I've been thinking about for a while, actually, just because I knew that 2015 would be just a, a year that demanded a lot of me in terms of having a small infant, um, breastfeeding, pumping, mm. starting the year very much heavier, having just given birth. Like I just knew there was a lot of transition. And so, yeah, I'm just excited to kind of specifically make some time and also be willing to make some financial investments in myself. And the things I'm thinking about are to create for myself a capsule wardrobe, like mm-hmm. a very just curated I want it to be pretty simple, but I want um, pretty nice clo- pieces of clothing that are I expect to last me several years that are going to be really classic. What is the concept of a capsule wardrobe? Oh, um, this is the concept of having, I'm not sure if it's a certain number of pieces, but it's kind of just getting your wardrobe down to a pretty minimal so that everything matches. You feel great in everything. Things are of good quality. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Nothing is so trendy that it's not going to look good a few years from now. And so that's kind of the idea. You can pull anything out of your wardrobe. It'll go together. You'll feel great in it. And you also have pieces for just every occasion from, mm-hmm. you know, really, really nice going out to just hanging out with the family. So yeah, that's what I'd like to create this year. And I also want to update my skincare and makeup routine because mm-hmm. they're pretty minimal right now. And I'm not looking to do anything very in-depth, but I'm just feeling like... Uh, you know, being into my 30s and getting older, I should be taking really good care of my skin. And I just noticed that when I kind of make a little bit of time for myself, I mean, and it could be very minimal, you know, doing a little bit of washing my face and putting on a nice like <laughs> moisturizer, things like this. It is not a lot. It just kind of makes me feel more put together. And I think you end up, I mean, you're just, you're giving so much of yourself parenting young kids and Mm -hmm. then, you know, we're working full time. There's just a lot of things that we do that take a lot from us. And and I want to be able to give my full self to those things. And I think those little things like that, wearing an outfit that I feel really good in, knowing that I took a little bit of time to like take care of my skin and put on a little bit of makeup and feel like I look really pulled together. Mm -hmm. I don't know, that just kind of gives me some extra energy and confidence to do those things. So. Yeah, and you deserve it. Oh, thank you. And I think some of these things are, these are some some of the things where you can spend money to save money. Yeah. So like the capsule wardrobe, I really think is that where you may yeah. spend on, and you ought to spend, I think, on really high quality items. Like yeah. you may drop, you know, 150 bucks on a pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Or 200 bucks, something insane. Right. But if that lasts you three years and it yeah. goes with everything in your closet and you can wear it multiple times a week, every right. single week, that saves you from having five pairs of jeans like most people have that, yeah. you know, add up to more than that. So um, I really love the idea of the capsule wardrobe mm-hmm. because I think actually if you buy high quality, durable stuff, then you always look good. You always feel good. Mm-hmm. It's easier to make decisions. It saves you time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't have a cluttered closet filled with stuff that. Yeah you know, like the disposable fashion kind right. of thing going on. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I'm, those are the things I'm really excited about. Awesome. Okay, so let's move on to talking about our money. Let's do it. Okay, so first we need to talk about our frequent trips to Starbucks lately. Yeah. And all the peppermint mochas we've been buying. Yeah, they're so good. They're so good. And I they, get skinny though, you oh. know. So, <laughs> so it's not so it's fine yeah. they're still expensive we're <laughs> yeah. not talking expensive in calories here we're talking dollars yeah man i remember those peppermint mochas used to be like 275 they're like 425 now yeah they're ridiculous yikes um it hasn't stopped us it has not stopped us i guess from my perspective it's one of those things where it has been like so busy lately we've been so tired mm-hmm. and then there is a starbucks right in the same shopping center um where daycare is and so we do daycare drop off and then you'll just look at me and be like it's a peppermint mocha morning and i can't <laughs> say no <laughs> i think um if anybody's thinking about opening up a coffee shop open up one next to a daycare and you're gonna have business so ideal day. yes <laughs> <laughs> um but so i guess from my perspective too i know that it is a seasonal drink so i know that it's not going to be a featured drink in like yeah, just yeah. the next week and we're going to cut ourselves off yeah. but it has felt like just kind of nice to indulge it's been a little bit of an expensive indulgence, but it's been fun. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. So what about just like briefly looking back at the year, like money, good, bad, does anything come to mind? And then like looking ahead to 2016, what we've been talking about hoping to accomplish. 
yeah. with our finances. I think overall, I think we've done well. So we could so always too. do a lot better. I mean, yeah. like a lot better if we really wanted to go for it. But yeah. we do really well and well better than, you know, what most people generally can try to do. So I'm pleased with what we did. The biggest goal was saving $20,000 towards yeah. our mortgage or at least a big savings that we could use mm-hmm. to pay off our mortgage if we wanted to. And right now we're at $19,100 of, of investments. That's not the actual value of the account. Okay. Because the market goes up and down, you know, and uh, the Fed just changed interest rates. So That's it's right. been all volatile and stuff. Uh, we're about to invest. We have an automatic investment of $100 into that account. Mm. So we'll have 19 two, and we'll see after paying off Christmas gifts and stuff on our credit cards mm-hmm. um, in the next couple of weeks when we get paid our final paycheck of the year. If we have the clearance to gotcha. hit the 20 K, gotcha. I, I, I think we actually might. Okay. So I think we'll hit our goal, but you know, we're very, very close. Yeah. And, and as long as we're 19.5 plus, I'll be very happy. Okay. And I, and I think that that is a value in making goals is that, I don't know if, you know, if we're getting somewhere in the ballpark and not hitting that goal, I mean, I kind of feel like a financial goal, it should hurt a little bit. Yeah. You know, like it should be a little bit of a stretch goal. Mm-hmm. because if it's so easy to attain, then you probably could have done a little bit more. Yeah, so yeah. I'm super, I'm super, super proud of us. This was the first year of having kind of this bigger goal of trying to save the 20,000 every single year. So we're one year into it. And I think we have a great start. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. And basically successful. So we've yeah. proven to ourselves that we can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, looking ahead, I think we'll have an interesting year. Um, to kind of figure out mm-hmm. if we re- repeat the goal or if we have to modify it at all. Um, I think this will like tie in actually to our listener question. Quite oh, okay. A bit. But, um, but yeah, I think we'll have the same, roughly the same goal yeah. or something similar. And um, we'll just have to factor in interesting things like travel. Gotcha. Which we we're talking, we we're thinking about a lot. We need yeah. to sit down and do some planning. I also wanted to say that just looking ahead in 2016, some, yeah, we need to talk about travel, which could be some potentially bigger expenses. But then also we have been talking about this year, we want to paint the house. And so that might be, I don't know, somewhere between $1,500, $2,500. That's an expense we've been thinking about for, you know, know knew that it would probably be coming up in 2016. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of just another big expense. We hope that that's the only big house expense this year. Yeah. Last year we painted the inside of the house and had some other things come up repairing backyard gate, um, replacing the garage door. (laughs) So (laughs) hopefully the only thing we'll be painting the house, but you never know. Yeah. And then one other thing I wanted to be better about this coming year was buying Christmas gifts earlier. Mm -hmm. And I actually have already set an an alert on my outlook calendar at work for September, (laughs) like start buying Christmas gifts. I really, I try, I know, I know I try every year and it just, I don't know. I just never do it, but there's no reason not to. I think that it would help spread the expense of it out a little bit and not all come in December. Yeah. Um, and then I think we need to end up looking at what we finally spent overall this Christmas and just, being even more realistic about our budget. And I think, and I think part of that will be maybe spreading out those expenses. We need to be more realistic. IE, I need to (laughs) be more realistic. Chris needs to be more realistic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cause I went pretty crazy this year. Yeah. (laughs) I love giving you all good gifts. I know. I know it comes from a good place. (laughs) 
Okay, so let's move on to our listener question. This was a great question from Aaron, who said that we seem to be really in sync about financial goals, both big and small. And she was wondering, do we ever disagree? Have we ever had a disagreement and how we handle that? And whether or not we have any veto power over the other's purchases. We've definitely disagreed. We've talked about the gift thing before. That's right. And clearly... <laughs> Clearly, we're still maybe not on the same page. We're we're getting there. Yeah, in fact, you're there. the more frugal one now, apparently. And I'm, <laughs> I, the answer there is I'm confused. I don't know if we're disagreeing so much as I'm just confused. But, um, have we other, otherwise disagreed significantly on money issues? Man, nothing is nothing is really coming to mind. I think we've talked about before. I think we are just pretty fortunate that we're pretty similar in terms of we both. Um, really can see the long-term, like the long-term goals and can get pretty excited about that. Yeah. You know, like, you know, whatever it is, whether it's like when we were looking to buy a house or now we're trying to think about lifestyle changes that we could make five years from now, if we could pay off the mortgage or, you know, just save really aggressively and have a really big pot of money, what that could enable us to do. Um, and neither of us have a really significant like material things like Mm -hmm. neither of us is really looking to upgrade our house we don't care about driving expensive cars um we don't really have expensive toys yeah so anyway so we have been fortunate that we're i think a lot on the same page i think the other thing when i was thinking about this i think we both remain really open Mm -hmm. and hear each other out like i will talk about improvements that i want to make to the house Mm -hmm. and i know that you would be fine really not making any improvements to the house right but (laughs) you'll hear me and like hear like register that i'm expressing this and but i think then i understand that if it was ever something we do it's not going to be right now it's going to need to be like hey could we look at doing this in three to five years and like kind of work it into a savings plan yeah and so that's when i think we can kind of find that common common ground maybe well i think that that like feeds into the the main point which is it's not that our relationship is absolutely utterly perfect and we're like seamlessly on board with everything <laughs> Definitely that we decide not. yeah um it's but but it is it does speak to the the idea that we talk things through mm-hmm. and we plan together mm-hmm. and so in relation to this like this is a chance actually at the new year is a chance to to do this if you if you as a couple have not done this before which we'll we'll sit down and we'll talk about major things that have to be done or our major goals and where we're at and what we want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And like literally we've, I've mentioned this before, we both have mm-hmm. strategically planning our finances yeah. as a, as a family, as a couple. <clears throat> and then when you do that, you come up with your goals, your objectives, your strategies to accomplish those things, like mm-hmm. what you're going to say, what you're going to spend, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You've made all the decisions. So right. you're already on the same page. And so there probably shouldn't be, at least there will be many, many fewer surprises, like things yeah. that where somebody's like, oh, I want to buy that. Mm-hmm. And it comes out of the blue mm-hmm. because you probably have also made decisions about here's your discretionary money right. and here's yours. And right. so if you decide to, hey, I want to buy this thing, mm-hmm. well, now you have your pot to do it. And yeah. if it doesn't fit in that, then yeah, you got to either talk about it again or mm-hmm. you just don't do it. Mm-hmm. So I think that that really helps. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And we've been talking about kind of scheduling our 2016 financial strategic meeting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as we were talking about this, we just do think it's can be such a 
powerful tool. Um, and, and just if it's something that our, any of our listeners want to do, we would just really recommending carving out some really dedicated time for this. Mm -hmm. Don't just think it's just going to happen or, Oh, after dinner one night, we'll like sit down and kind of do it. You kind of do need a little bit of time Mm -hmm. because you're going to need to kind of like pull up different accounts, like talk about stuff. You don't want it to feel rushed and stressful. And so we're even talking about maybe taking a whole day or half day off of work or an alternative might be getting a babysitter on the weekends and like going to a coffee shop. I mean, just something that it kind of gives it a little bit more weight, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not just fit in here or there, but it's like, we have both committed this time to do this thing to, you know, come to the table and talk about this. And I think then when it feels a little bit more like, I don't know, serious or, I'm not sure the word I'm looking for. Not that it's like... There's gravity to it. Like there's importance to it, you know? Right, importance. That's it. That's it. Then then I think, you know, you're just more likely to both be focused on it and... Yeah, I mean, if you can, make it awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, make it awesome. Like go out for a beer or get pizza. (laughs) Yeah, or order in, you know, throw on some music. Yeah. Yeah, I think Build in a little sexy time break. It'll be awesome. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but seriously, I mean, you should take the time. And then then you can approach it with not feeling like there's pressure or judgment, you know, all the things that people worry about with money. But instead, this is a proactive, we're going to do this together, make decisions together. Probably you'll have disagreements. You you have time to talk those through versus like digging into a position and being like, oh, we can't fix this now because we've only yeah. got 15 minutes. Right. That sucks. Don't do that. Yeah. You know, so take the time, as much time as you can. And if you don't have a ton of time, if you can't take time off, then stage it, you know, like one mm-hmm. item at a time, one hour here, one hour there if yeah. you have to. Yeah. But yeah, we really believe in the summit idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. D- oh, the summit. The I summit. like it. Yeah. Financial summit. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have to report. We'll have to kind of report back on our 2016 financial summit <sighs> after we have it in January. Yeah. And when it comes to vetoing, I don't think that ever happens. No, I don't think so. I think just because of what we talked about, just I think we continue to have a really open dialogue. I mean, I will say I think there are things that I'm not sure if you feel this way, if there's things that you bring up, but I feel like some of the things that I would really love to be able to do in the house, like I would love to replace all of our flooring one day, or I would love Mm -hmm. to get new countertops. I don't, I don't feel like a veto from you, but I know that that's really not a priority for you just in terms of aesthetics because you don't feel like the house needs it. And then that means you probably don't want to spend the money. But I think you've just expressed that in terms of, you know, just, just telling me those things. Like, yeah, I, I don't feel like the house needs it. I think it's great already. And so then for for me, I think even you just letting me talk through it. And I mm-hmm. think maybe this is a, like a really important thing that sometimes just getting to express that it's something that you want. Like sometimes I just want to talk about it and I'm not saying that we have to do it immediately or even maybe ever. Sometimes I just kind of like to say like, oh, wouldn't it be nice yeah, if we yeah. could do this to the house or this to the house, yeah, for sure. you know? And so that might be something that I would recommend to couples that, you know, if someone starts talking about something that you don't have as a priority, you don't want to spend money on, you know, just like kind of indulge them and let them talk all the way through it. And mm-hmm. I don't know. And you, you might also be interested to see maybe the, the real reason 
behind it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Like I, I know for I know for me sometimes little upgrades around the house, a throw pillow or something really simple, mm-hmm. like kind of satisfies that need to kind of like do some projects mm-hmm. around the house. So Yeah. And like some things will be just be self decided. So like if we wanted to do a five or six thousand dollar upgrade in the house, mm-hmm. probably that's ruled out because that would kill our like annual financial yeah. goal, you know. So that's not something we can consider at least immediately. Right. Or actually everybody does this, but so much of our spending is is whim based, you know? Mm-hmm. Like we just think of something and, and get all excited about yeah. it and think about it for a few days and be like, Oh, I gotta have that thing, yeah. that new Xbox, that new whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, silly things that that um if you allow yourself to have a second pair of eyes yeah. to look at that decision, potential decision mm-hmm. and let somebody not like be critical of it, but just talk it through. Like, do you really, are you going to really use that a lot? Like, yeah. do you really want that thing? Is it good for a good idea for the future? Blah, blah, blah. And maybe someone to kind of chime in on like, Hey, remember we kind of set these goals for this year and we were, you know, hopefully both really excited about that. I think mm-hmm. for me, I'll come back to, okay, but no, right now we're really focused on and excited about just putting all this money away for savings. And then I remember how, that is really my true priority. And so that kind of quells that like, oh, I wish we could have new floors. I'm like, you know what? We could maybe get that down the line. But right now, it'll be so cool if we have the ability to pay off the mortgage. Yeah, yeah. So if the idea of like a uh, giving each other a single veto or something uh, works for you, that's fine. But I think it'd be cooler to just, for us, it works mm-hmm. to say, okay, we'll talk about things we might want to do, even if it's our discretionary money, like something yeah. but bigger that we might want right. to buy or do. And then we can talk it through and then help each other kind of decide mm-hmm. whether we actually want to do it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's share our one big thing. Did you come up with one? Uh, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound very solid. Okay. Well, let's well, hear it. I, only because, again, I'm just thinking of it kind of on the spot, <laughs> but not really. So we mentioned our yearly themes at the beginning of this and mine is the year of optimism. And uh, part of that is what I'm calling the campaign of kindness. And again, I I blogged about this um, a couple blog posts ago. And so the idea there is, um, so like last year, maybe a couple of years now running, we've done little things like, uh, you know, drive up to a Starbucks drive through and and buy like two people's drinks behind me or whatever else. Little random acts of kindness. Yeah. And it's just, they're so uncommon they're so tiny, but so uncommon that it makes you feel really good. You get yeah. to like drive away and you know that this person's like, oh, wow, that's crazy. You know, that never happens. Yeah, hopefully you know, kind of made their day. Yeah. And you had sent me this um, uh, this article, which mm-hmm. I linked to in the blog. Okay. I'm forgetting what we'll it's sh- called. But something we'll like, share it in the show notes. I think it's okay. 26, 26 things yeah. everyone should do once a year. Yeah. Something yeah, along yeah. those lines. And there are a bunch of things that... I couldn't care less about and some things that I've done already kind of for myself, but there are a bunch of things in there that are geared towards helping other people or being kind to other people. And I listed those in my blog post, but those are things I'm going to try to do on a regular basis. What are, what are some of them? Um, well, one is like to do something uncommonly kind for people. Mm -hmm. And so like one idea I have in mind is to go to a random grocery store Mm -hmm. and buy like a hundred dollar gift card and just give it to a parent who's got two kids, you know, oh, <laughs> and yeah. trying to buy groceries, Yeah, uh, you know, that's something like that. So uh-huh. something that is just totally rare, weird, different and yeah. out of the blue for somebody. Yeah. So something like that, I think I'd like to do, and I'm actually going to try to carve out some money in order to do it. Oh, cool. So that'll be part of our, maybe our gift giving planning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one, which uh, I, I really don't do much of cause I'm 
despite running a podcast and a, and having a blog and being a professor, I'm, I'm actually not a great communicator <laughs> like with extended family and friends and stuff. Um, so I'm going to try to maybe once a month write a longer email or letter to people Aww. just to remind them That's really what nice. I'm thinking about them, how I feel about them, that kind That's of really thing. That's really cool. Um, and I'm trying to think there were two or three others that I thought, oh, another one is give more to the world of what you yourself want. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I thought that was a cool idea. Mm-hmm. And so the basically that is like if you want more love, if you want more recognition, whatever, right. something, right. That, then you project that out versus asking yeah. for it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think about, worry about climate change, health, these mm-hmm. sorts of things a lot. And so the blog, I think, is going to be my main vehicle for cool. that. So I'll just, that sort of is already built in, so I'll keep doing that. Yeah, and you're during your sabbatical, which is coming up next fall, you're going to be writing a book based on that, like based yeah. on a lot of the writings that you already write about on your blog. So that'll be a perfect expression of that. Yeah, yeah. And I'll okay. become a millionaire at the same time. So it should all work out fine. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, my one big thing is that I am officially done pumping. Oh, man, that's huge. <laughs> which means we're also done with bottles because yeah. Cedric just was kind of self-weaning himself, actually, off of bottles. We would mm-hmm. have maybe continued bottles a little bit longer, just formula. But he seemed to be fine being done with them. So, oh, so satisfying. Yeah. You cleaned off the shelf where all of the like just the pump parts and bottles were overflowing. Mm-hmm. There was no organizing it. it mm-hmm. We just had to live with it. It was driving us both crazy. Oh, there was so much washing. So much washing. It was just, you know, every day I would have to remember to bring my pump, to bring the pump parts, just all this stuff I'd have to remember to bring it home at the end of the day, like my milk. The mm-hmm. number of times that I like got to the car at work and then had to run back to go upstairs to grab my milk from the fridge. Mm -hmm. And then also I was disrupting my work day two or three times every day. Mm -hmm. Just so many things I'm so glad to be done with. So then at the end of the day, we have so many little containers and things to wash for both kids' lunches, plus the bottles and the nipples and the pump parts and all the little intricate pieces for those. And to cut that stuff literally like in half, because yeah. those are actually the most difficult things to wash because yeah. they're all, you know, they're intricately. Teeny, yeah. yeah. So now we just are just going to have these simple little containers to wash every day. And that's no big deal. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. It seriously is going to save us just like a significant amount of time. So anyway, it, you know, it, it feels like a pretty significant thing. And so I'm just like really trying to appreciate being done with it and appreciate what we put into it to you know do all of that it's like an end of a chapter which in some ways like I'll feel a little bit nostalgic because it means Cedric is getting older he's about to turn one year old Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) like he's really not a baby anymore which I can't believe um but yeah just kind of like being in that appreciating it and I'm really excited to move on from it though too so yeah yeah good riddance yes (laughs) (laughs) anything else I think not Okay. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We want to wish all of you a very happy new year. This podcast was a new project for us in 2015, and we wouldn't have got very far if we didn't have such awesome listeners like all of you. So thank you so much for tuning in, for sending your feedback and your questions. And we hope that you'll be sitting down to make some 2016 financial goals. We would love to hear about your financial summit and maybe what you're planning to do in 2016. And if you'd love to share them, if you'd like for us maybe to share them on the podcast, we'd love to do that. Email us at heymatrimony at gmail.com. Happy holidays, everybody, and happy new year. And as the new year rolls along, remember to love your honey, not your money. 
Should I ever introduce us? Sure. Do you want to? You're listening to Matrimony. No, you shouldn't. You just had an audition and you failed. <laughs>